Thank you so much for joining Spazzing Out. This is the part of my program at the top of the program where I beg you, I get down on my hands and knees and I implore you to please subscribe to my podcast. I, I, if you can imagine, I'm on my hands and knees while well, I'm really not, but I just pretend I am and I'm begging you for the love of God. If you're listening to my podcast right now, hit the subscribe button. Maybe you're listening on Apple Podcast or Google Podcast or, or Spotify. Just click follow or subscribe. I need subscribers. If you are watching my live feed, which I do along when I record my podcast at 6.30, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday nights, the people on Facebook and TikTok, please do the same. Go to whatever place that you listen to a podcast, find my podcast, and subscribe, or make it easy for yourself. Go to my website, anthonypaziali.com, and click one of the website links, or you'll, you'll go to anthonypaziali.com, and then there are a bunch of links to my podcast. Click one of them, click subscribe. I need the metric. I need the metric, bro. I'm trying to build the following. We need to build it. We need to get big. Because, God, I'm sick of putting trash on the back of a truck. Nah, I like doing that. For those of you that don't know, I own a truck removal company, Take Junk. Putting mad stuff on the back of a truck all day, every day. Slammed, busy, uh, uh, throughout my brains. But I'm, I, at heart, I'm a, I'm a content creator. I like to create content. And I like to talk about the issues that you want to talk about. So, that's why we're here. Today, we're going to cover private citizen fireworks. Honestly, it should be, we might actually put these mutants, we might have a DB alert with these people. So that we'll have a DB alert. Well, maybe we should save the DB alert for Kanye West. We got to talk about, or maybe we should save, everybody's a douchebag today. David Price, we could talk about that. Fourth of July, I want to talk about, I have a little spilt milk. Asked a man if he would like a drink over the weekend. He said no. And God forbid, I asked him why not. Oh my God, how dare you ask another person why they don't want to drink? How offensive. I want to talk about that. Apparently, George Washington and Thomas Jefferson are racist slave owners, bums, when Donald Trump goes to Mount Rushmore, but when Bernie Sanders goes, Washington and Jefferson are great Americans. CNN put their foot in their ass. I want to talk about that. Also, should we stop playing the national anthem at sporting events? We've talked about it briefly before, but the topic is back on. It's back up. Now, for those of you who don't know, I do a live stream on TikTok and I do it on Facebook. And on TikTok, these people, they send me gifts. Some guy just send me, Dr. Phil approves, just send me some, some gifts. Bro, thank you. So when you hear me thanking somebody on TikTok, it's someone supporting me by tossing me a gift because God knows I don't have any white privilege. White privilege ended with, with when I was born. When I was born, all the white privilege got passed out. I, I didn't get any of it. And, oh, wait, here comes my lovely wife with the peanut butter and jelly sandwich, bro. You guys see what I'm talking? Listen, only a great American in the middle of his podcast would stop to have a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Now, let's... I know this doesn't have a, anything to do with the program, but let's let's dissect the peanut butter and jelly sandwich I just got. So as you can see, clearly it is on white bread because the only way to eat a peanut butter and jelly sandwich is on white bread. Now we open it up. We got strawberry preserves on the inside of peanut butter. Now, 
I do appreciate the fact that my wife made it, and I think it's great because, as the saying goes, it tastes... Honey, this was the best sandwich I ever had. And then she'll say, well, why? And I go, because I didn't make it. So it makes it the best. But we are lacking on the peanut butter side, but let's let's try... Ah. It's pretty good. Um, I think we could use a little more peanut butter. There's plenty of jelly. It's got to be... Mm, it's good. It's got to be strawberry, bro. It's strawberry preserves. Not grape preserves. Nothing else on your peanut butter and jelly sandwich but strawberry. <clears throat> oh. It's got to be on white bread. None of that, you know, candy ass... Wheat bread that you fools are eating. We got the mutants. It's good. Nothing more American than a peanut butter and jelly sandwich on on white Wonder Bread. This is Wonder Bread, bro. Wonder Bread, peach jam. Someone said peach jam, bro. God forbid. I may, maybe I should ask you why you don't want to drink. Brad Brad Sullivan's. He's a Sullivan's. <laughs> now he's plural. So Brad Sullivan, he's a listener of the program, big supporter of both Take Chunk and of the podcast, Spazzing Out. Um, he's been sober for a while now, and I, I wanna, I, I'm going to ask a question directed towards him in a little bit because I asked somebody if they wanted a drink, and they didn't. They went nuts. But anyways, we're eating PBJ. I haven't eaten anything all day. I'm starving, bro. And the wife, she, she, she's starting to get it because she listens to the podcast and understands that no man should ever have to make his own sandwich. Hold on. We'll get back to the podcast in a minute. Just let me finish this. I'm sorry. No, no grape. No grape. The only time you should have grapes is when you're eating grapes or drinking wine or grape vodka. That's it. Hold on. One second. The dog's upstairs barking. All right. Also... Bro, paper plate. Paper plate. Because I don't want to clean any dishes. And and don't give me any crap about I don't care about trees. Because I cut up box springs. I save tons of trees and I keep I keep mattresses and box springs out of landfills. Alright. Why don't we start with um Alright, we all know we celebrated the fourth of July. That was good, man. Peanut butter and fluff is acceptable. Yes, someone said peanut butter and fluff. Peanut butter and fluff on white bread is highly acceptable. Although, fluff, just fluff and bread, I, I won't accept it. What about me? I, uh, yeah, bud, you're a, my son's over there. My son likes just fluff on bread. I don't like making it for him. Hopefully someday he'll grow up to be a man and put some peanut butter on his bread. Um, but here he comes. Nariam, all right, all right, come on. We're in the middle of the podcast. All right, guys, it's my son, Nariam. Hello. He likes just... Straight up white bread with fluff. How come you don't like it with peanut butter? I just don't like peanuts or butter. Or oh. peanut butter, I should say, not butter. Well, I love butter. Super un-American, buddy. I, I love you, but maybe we'll send you it's to not Russia. My hey, I'm not, it's not my fault that I was born with Italian, more, more European blood than American blood. How about that? Uh, bud, my, uh, that, I don't even know how to respond to that, guys. All right, anyways, let's move on. That's my son, Narium. He hopes to be a content creator someday. If he comes with that kind of heat, he's not gonna make it very far. He's gonna have to do a little bit better. You gotta step Shut up. up. You gotta step up the game there, bro. Shut step up. Step it up. Shut if up. you're gonna put it, if you're gonna listen, yeah. You know what? Hold on. Let's let's have a quick lesson from my son Narium. If you're gonna talk about something that you like and that you're passionate about it, bro, you gotta come with the heat. 
That's it. You got to come with the heat. If, if you, in fact, love fluff and you just want fluff on your white bread, I want reasons as to why. And I want anger and pa not anger. I want passion. I want you to talk about how fluffy the fluff is or about how the peanut butter messes up the fluff and about how if you put fluff and peanut butter together, it just doesn't jam. It doesn't mix together and you can't eat it. And then when you bite into it, I just want nothing but delicious sugar and fluff. You got to get passionate about it, bro. You got to talk about how you like to eat fluff on a spoon. And that's all I want is fluff. Fluff on a spoon. You gotta get fired up. You gotta be passionate about fluff. Fluff's the only thing I want. Will you shut up? Okay, that's a hypothetical. Okay, guys, I, that's not the only thing I want. I'm just trying to teach my son God. about being engaged and about getting fired up and being passionate no, about no, something. All right, Narian, please. You. Bud, come on. Let me do the podcast. You don't have to be me. You be you. All right. Why don't we just get right into fireworks? So the 4th of July... Right, you know we should sound the we we gonna have, we have a we have a DB alert. Um, hold on, I got I'm having I'm getting gird from the peanut butter sandwich. Oh, oh my god! All right, here we go. Let's do a DB alert. DB alert. We have douchebags in the news. DB stands for a douchebag. And on this program, we out everybody that I believe is a douchebag. If I think you're a douchebag, I'm going to out your ass. I'm going to put your ass out there. And today's douchebags of the day or douchebag alert are every single private citizen in the United States of America that lit off their own fireworks. Now, I think it's cool. You want to celebrate the national, uh, uh, the, the 4th of July, by all means do it. There was an appropriate time to do it, though. So for the people that did it, right when the when it got dark out, let's say around 9 o'clock, you lit off some fireworks. You did it from 9 to 10. Bro, totally cool. I supported it 100%. I walked around my neighborhood. Seemed like everybody had their own fireworks this year. Everybody had them. What I didn't support was you guys were still doing it at midnight, still doing it at 1 in the morning, you're still doing it at 2 in the morning. Bro, I'm trying to sleep. 4th of July's over. It's the fucking 5th of July. Stop. People are trying to sleep. I want to sleep. Annoying. Like, literally, I'm, I, I, I thought there was a war going I live in Revere, so I honestly thought it was gunshots. I was like, all right, 4th of July's over. Now there's a gunfight out in front of my house. But the dogs, I have two dogs. We all know how I feel about dogs. Dogs are nothing but a burden on my life. I have to walk them. I have to feed them. I have to pretend like I care about them. I, I'm not saying I don't like dogs. I just, I don't have time for dogs. These two damn dogs hiding under the bed. One's hiding in the tub because morons didn't realize they didn't here, here again. This, should, this actually should have been put under the topic of how stupid are we? The morons that live in this country, and there's a lot of mutants that live in this country, don't understand etiquette. They don't understand that there's a certain time when it's okay to do the fireworks. First off, here in Mass, it's illegal, so you're a moron if you're doing it out of that greed-upon time. Every man in America knows there's an agreed-upon time at when you can light off uh, private citizen fireworks, which is usually... Right around the time it gets dark and maybe an hour to two hours after. Let's say you do it at 9 o'clock. I mean, I think even 11 is a little bit late. You really got a window between 8.30 and 10 o'clock that you can have private citizen fireworks. After that, it's a known fact amongst men that after 10, it's quiet time in the neighborhood. It's bedtime. Dad wants to relax. He wants to watch TV. This doesn't just go for fireworks. This goes for ripping a motorcycle down the street. After 10, you don't do it. 
And same thing like in the morning. There's like, if you got a truck that's loud, that's mad loud, when you start that thing up, the diesel, bro, you don't crank that thing at five in the morning. Now I'm up. I'm already up at 5 a.m. I'm an early riser. I don't sleep late. I just don't. But everybody else in the neighborhood, they don't want to hear it. Seven o'clock, bro. Sorry. I don't care if you got to go to work. Maybe six, maybe six, six thirty. But it's, it's like a, it's an unwritten common respect amongst neighbors that on the 4th of July, private citizen fireworks end at about 10. At about 10. 10.30 is kind of acceptable. It's like, okay, you know, you get a little bit annoyed. You're still popping them off. But bro, at 11, done. Over. See you later. Certainly not 12 at night, 1 o'clock at night. You get a few douchebags that drop a, a, an M80 off and everybody thinks that someone got killed. Not cool. Now, this year... And I and and this is, uh, this this goes right into the how stupid are we type category. It is apparent to me that from now on, no matter what the situation is, pandemic or not pandemic, the United States of America and its local municipalities, its local cities and towns must have fireworks. You have to have fireworks. When you don't have fireworks, what happens is the morons, the absolute mutants, the squids of society, they buy more fireworks and they're going to have their own fireworks displays. And they're not going to do it safely. They're morons up on the beach, just free randomly lighting off fireworks. And there's people walking on the beach. I thought some guy was going to explode. I don't think he saw it. He's walking on the beach with his wife. Oh, you've seen him. I mean, you should have seen the guy run. Boom. A firework goes off. A big display. You see this dude and his wife. Like, they like died like as if they were storming Normandy and fucking bombs were coming at him. Super dangerous. I'm willing to bet in the next few days, we're going to get a report uh, in the news about how many people lost a finger, lost a toe, lost an eye, got hurt from fireworks this year because an above average amount of people had fireworks because they decided we're going to take it into our own hands and we're going to celebrate. And I'm not saying you shouldn't have. 100% America all the way. Celebrate the 4th of July. Please celebrate with fireworks between 9 and 1030 because every other American on the planet would like to go to sleep. Celebrate. Have a good time. But it was clear that you idiots didn't practice proper safety. I'm telling you, at least 10 people got hurt on the beach. There were police officers everywhere. Uh, take, uh, ambulances, people getting taken to the hospital. Absolute morons. So next year, on the 4th of July, if if there's another pandemic or if it's corona still, second wave, whatever it is, I'm begging that the local cities, towns, or the state still no one needs to be there. We uh, You can watch it from the beach, whatever, social distance. Please have fireworks so that the stupid idiots, the mutants, don't buy their own fireworks and let them off without any safety. And these aren't like your mom and dad's fireworks. Like when we were kids, I, uh, I know you guys remember, we were kids, we had, uh, we had sparklers. We had the little tanks. You guys remember the tanks? They were, they were these tiny little tanks and they would roll, pss, pop, 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 pop. Maybe you'd have like a, a, a little the, the snake. I mean, you didn't have major fireworks. They weren't ridiculous fireworks. Maybe a Roman candle. But they weren't full-on fireworks displays. Now, you can buy... You, I mean, your fireworks display is, is like just as good as the city's fireworks display. It's... Really, it's insane. I, <laughs> you got... The, the morons that are using them are morons. You don't have really intelligent people... <laughs> I hate to say, like, <laughs> all, all I'm trying to say is 
The people that were lighting off the fireworks had been drinking all day long. It's the 4th of July. You got some guy. I mean, even myself, dude, I got absolutely rocked on the 4th. I was drinking Captain's 100. By before, by 3 in the afternoon, dude, I was, I was muckled. And the fact that I even made it to see any fireworks was beyond me. But now you have other guys that have been drinking all day, and now they're lighting off fireworks. So there's my beef with that. Let's be smart. Next year, have the fireworks. Tell people they can't come, but have the fireworks. It, yeah, this is why we have a ban on fireworks in Massachusetts, because morons aren't safe. Because the mutants don't know how to properly light a firework. They light a wick, and then they stand mad close to it. They're like, oh, look, look at it. I don't think it's going to fire. Hey, hey, babe, you think it's going to fire? And then they like try to light it again, and then the thing explodes in their face. And they, the bottle rockets are going everywhere. Absolute ridiculous, man. So, don't drink and light fire. Yes, that, that's plain and simple. Someone just said, don't drink and light fireworks. If you're going to do fireworks, don't, don't drink. I, that's it. Don't drink. But speaking, I got to get into this. Speaking of not drinking, I, listen, 4th of July, I was drinking and I was having a good time. I was celebrating this, this nation. I love this country. We'll get into that um, about what's happening with the 4th of July and why people are hating on it. I don't hate on the 4th of July. I was all happy birthday America yesterday, and to celebrate America, I celebrated in the only way I know how, and that's to drink excessively, to get absolutely hammered and enjoy rum at, at the highest level of drinking. I don't, I don't know what you would call it, but drink early and drink often on the 4th of July. It's the only way I know how to celebrate. But I had the gall, the audacity, I guess is the word I'm, I'm looking for, the nuts, to ask a grown man if he would like a drink. It's a it, it's a fair enough statement, right? You someone's hanging out at your protest. Of course, of course, my, my barbecue or my get together was a protest on paper bags. Although no one came by to stop the festivities over here. There were a lot of people, a couple of houses, you know, so my neighbors really housed most of the people. And then on my side of the house, it's more of a chill atmosphere. We hang out on the porch. You got some uh, rock tunes playing, classic rock. It was a classic rock type of day, nothing crazy. Um, no swears, anything like that. Just, you know, maybe some American tunes, little uh, Gree Lee Greenwood type stuff. Just chilling, enjoying, having a good time. So I ask a man that's at the barbecue, I just say, hey, hey buddy, you want a drink? I don't know the guy from the whole wall, never seen him. He's not at my house, he's at my neighbor's. So, hey, guy, you, you want to you wanna drink? He says, no. I I feel like the, the next question there is, uh, uh, really? Why? That's all I say, really? Why not? You know, and I wasn't even being a dick. I'm like, oh, why not? I'll get you a drink. I thought he was being polite and just you, didn't, he didn't bring his own booze. So he didn't want to drink somebody else's booze. That's kind of how I took it. I might do something like that. Someone might say to me, hey, Paz, you want a drink? And I'd be like, nah, man, I'm good. I didn't bring anything. And then they would say, guy, I got you. I, I, and then of course I'd be like, yes, get me a drink. hundred percent. You know, I want a drink everywhere I go. I want, yes, yes. You know, I don't even know why you asked me. You should just hand me a drink. And then if I drink it, I, I will drink it. I mean, that's, that's the rule. Man hands you a drink. You have to drink it. That's his house. Well, I wasn't, it was a, a lady's house, paying my neighbor. So anyways, I asked the guy, but would you like a drink? And, and then he says, no. And I asked him, I said, why not? And he got, he, he, but he, his, his response to it was like, I was like, oh, he's like, oh, you know, that's, that's kind of a weird, he goes, that's kind of a weird question to ask somebody. And I said, oh, I, I'm, I, 
What's so weird about that? Literally, I'm just like, and now I've been drinking, of course. Like, well, what's so weird about that? We're all having a drink. I thought you might want to drink. What's the problem? He's like, well, I, I don't drink. And I'm like, well, why don't you drink? Why not? And he thought I was making fun of him. I don't think I was making fun of him. I just barely was, you know, and he goes, listen, I, he said to me, he goes, listen, it's very rude for you to inquire about why somebody doesn't drink. You have no reason why he just said to me, because you don't know me. You don't know my reasons for not drinking. You have no idea where I'm from or what my background is and why I don't drink. And I was like, whoa, whoa. So I said to him, I go, hey, bro, I, I get it. You don't want to have a drink. Not a big deal. But I thought I'd get to know you. So why don't you drink? What, what, what's going on? What, what, what happened that you don't drink? And he's like, well, look, again, that's a real personal question. I don't want to get into why I don't drink. And why I and and then he said he goes and this is why I don't like coming to barbecues because I have to be subject to being around guys who are drinking and when people drink I can't stand it and then I just literally my neighbor had to ask me to chill she was like hey aunt why don't you why don't you calm down and I'm like I don't see what the big deal is here this guy doesn't want to have a drink and now he's being kind of a jackass about me asking him why he doesn't drink so I guess I'd say to anybody mainly maybe Brad it is what's the big deal. With asking someone who doesn't drink why they don't want to drink. What's the problem in that? He was really offended. He was highly offended. Maybe I was a little bit drunk. I don't know. I, I mean, it was about 2 in the afternoon. I had started drinking around noon. So maybe I had already had a couple of drinks. But I don't understand why the guy got so offended. I, if I was a, a non-drinker and I decided to give up drinking alcohol, I wouldn't have a problem telling somebody. I'd tell them straight up, I'd like, bro, I don't drink. Plain and simple. It's like drugs. Hey, I, you know what? I can use drugs for for an for an example. Uh, but hold on, let me, guys. I, I, I got to read. Brad responded, and it's tough for me to read while I talk. So just give me a, a second. Some people are not comfortable with the sobriety. It's not easy to say sober in situations when. All right, so Brad's saying that. Brad, who himself is someone who's chosen to give up drinking, he's saying that for some people it's really difficult to socialize with with uh, with people who are drinking, um, and they're also uncomfortable with their sobriety. So it's it's a difficult thing, and I guess I could kind of see that. Um, I didn't know he was sober though. That's I think that that's where I really get aggravated. Is how am I supposed to? I I, I you can't profile someone. I like when you, when you come to my house. Uh, congratulations to Brad. He, uh, 1,027 days sober. Um, that's over three years, right? Is it over three years? I, I hope, well, it's close to three years if it isn't. I don't know. My math isn't that good. <clears throat> what I don't understand is, am I not supposed to offer anybody a drink anymore? Because literally, when I asked the man if you want a drink, he acted off the bat as if I should have known he was sober. His, no, I, I don't want a drink was a matter of like, what, what the fuck? Of course I don't drink. And I was like, oh. So I didn't know what to do in the situation. And of course I was drunk. So I started pressuring the guy. And I really feel like if I, I don't do drugs. I'll give you guys, here's here's my example. I don't do drugs. I've never, alcohol, I'm not a moron. Alcohol is a drug. We can all recognize that drinking alcohol is a drug. But when talking about drugs, most people don't go, most people don't say drugs and mean alcohol. So they say alcohol or drugs. Can we can we agree on the difference in, in terms of having a conversation with somebody? He should keep a drink on him at all times. As a person who is sober, he should keep a drink. Oh, all right. So Brad is suggesting that a sober person should just make his life easier by being at a party by just having something, a solo cup, but it's got soda in it. And therefore, I wouldn't ask him for a drink. And it would just, uh, it, it would, you know, end the conversation because I seen him with a cup. But see, then I would have asked him, what's he drinking? 
Dude, I would have been like, oh, what are you drinking? Because that's like a conversation starter. If, if you have a solo cup in your hand, I'd be like, what, what are you drinking, bro? Because I want some of what you got, and I'd like to give you some of what I got. So I still would have been in the same spot because he would have been like soda. And then I would have been like, oh, you want something to put in that soda? And he'd be like, no. And I'd be like, well, why not? I'm like, who? Well, bro, you can't just drink. I don't drink soda. So anytime I have a soda, be sure as hell that there's alcohol in it. I don't drink soda. I drink water. That's my drink of choice. Ice cold water. Water that's almost, that, that, that is like a second away from freezing. It's so cold that it's got ice crystals in it. I love ice cold water. And if I'm not drinking an ice cold water and I have something else in my hand, it's got alcohol in it. Plain and simple. The only reason to have a soda in your hand is for alcohol mixer. Otherwise, you're just a fat slob who likes soda. Probably not true, but that's how I feel about it. Hey. Uh, my son likes, my, my, my son likes Sprite. So, I don't do drugs, and I've found myself many times over the years in situations where there are other people doing drugs, anything, Taught, snorting lines, doing perks, taking shrooms, smoking weed, acid, ecstasy, uh, heroin, you name the drug, I've seen someone do it, but I've never done it myself, ever, and I just won't. My mom was a druggie, so therefore I'm, I, it pushed, it turned me off on it, I instantly was like, nah, I'm never going to touch this stuff, so I don't. But I drink. My mom was also an alcoholic for whatever reason, you know, but she became an alcoholic after I had started drinking, if that makes sense. She first was a drug abuser and then to get off drugs, she started drinking heavily. Um, but I never had a problem and people used to pressure the hell out of me. They'd be like, come on, kid. Oh, 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 oh. Paz doesn't want to do a line. He's, you know, I, I, he can't even say these words now, but you know, they, they, any word that you think that he, that, that, you know, they call me a douchebag, a loser, a bum, a pussy. Something like that. And I just say, yeah, whatever. I don't care, dude. I, I don't I do not do lines. You want to do lines? You, go ahead. I don't care. Go for it. You want to smoke weed? Smoke weed, bro. Go for it. You want to do acid? Shrooms? I don't care. You want to shoot up heroin? Go ahead. You want to do perks? Perk yourself out. But I never had a problem telling someone I don't want to do it. I've never ever in my entire life. You know what? Matter of fact, the truth is, if I don't want to drink, I'll tell someone straight up, I'm good. I don't want to drink. And when they say, why not? I'll say, because I don't want one. And that's it. Conversation's over. I don't get offended. I go, I don't want one. If they said, why don't you want one? I'll be like, yeah, I drank myself silly the night before. I don't feel good right now. I don't want one. And if I was sober, I'd say, hey, you don't want to see me get drunk. I drank for years and I was an angry drunk, so I don't drink anymore. Our story's over. I'd be like, all right, bro, cool. You're an alcoholic. No biggie. More alcohol for me. Boom. Done. So anyways, the, the moral of this story is do yourself a favor when you're in public. If you don't know the person, here's my advice on this. If you don't know the person, if you're not friends with them and you ask them if they want to drink and they say no, end the conversation. Just You don't have to, you could still talk to them. Just say, okay, no problem. Because they might be offended. I can't stand people that get offended though, man. I can't. I'm trying to let the guy off the hook. I, I can't deal with it. I, I don't. I, I don't. People shouldn't get offended. Honestly, there's nothing you could say to me that would offend me. I, I just don't get offended. I can't stand the society of people that get offended from the stupidest crap. Honestly, I, there are so many things that you could pick on me for that I wouldn't care about. You could be like, dude, you have caterpillar eyebrows. You, you have four eyes. Your mustache. Look, you look like Mario. You're like bald Mario. Guy, you have no hair. You're fat. You're overweight. You're short. I don't care. Your company sucks. There is almost nothing you could say to me that would that would honestly offend me. I would laugh it off, dude. I would just joke about it. I'd be like, ah, dude got too serious. He really ruined my 4th of July for like 10, for not for long. That's another thing, right? 
here's we'll we'll end the conversation, but here's an here's a good lesson that I'd like to pass on to you guys about getting over other people hating on you. Because I've had a lot of people hate on me and uh, about getting over things in general and moving on. So let's 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 play a role reversal and let's say you came up to me and you said something to the effect of, Hey, Spaz, y- your podcast and your live stream sucks. It's awful. Because I've had people tell me this. It's terrible. You're about No, you know what? Here. Here's a good example. Back it up. For about 20 years, since I was 20 years old, up until I got up until the time I got inducted into the Wuburn Wrestling Hall of Fame, I was inducted into the Hall of Fame not because of my wrestling. I sucked at wrestling. I was awful. I had I had a ton of hot, ton of hot, but I was definitely not the best wrestler. But after um, graduating high school, I donated my time and my equipment. I hosted every single charity event, every single uh, uh, you name it. If it needed a host for Wuben Wrestling, I was the host. I hosted the the the, the Wrestling Hall of Fame things. I hosted their charity events. I hosted uh, their dinners. You name it, I hosted them at least four or five a year for twenty years. So over well over a hundred events. And because of that, they inducted me for uh, into the Hall of Fame as a um, significant contributor. On the night that I got inducted into the Hall of Fame, they also had me host the event. Which I which was funny. I didn't care. I was happy to do it. Um, it. I inducted myself actually into the Hall of Fame. It was pretty funny. At least I thought it was funny. But there was one guy that didn't. He came up to me and said, "This is a disgrace to Wuben Wrestling. You you were a terrible wrestler. It's awful that they that you would let you in and whatever." He was going on about wrestling, and I said to him, "I go, you know, I I didn't get in for being a wrestler. I got in for for because I host all the events, and you know, I I." I donate a lot of my time to the program. And he goes, yeah. And he goes, they've had you hosting events for the past 20 years. And it's honestly, it's pitiful. You're, you're just terrible. You're disgusting. So I let the dude go on. And then he walked away. And my brother, Mike, is not one to deal for that shit. My brother, Mike, won't let that happen. My brother, Mike, was absolutely BS about it. He's My brother, Mike, basically is the face of Wuben Wrestling, right? He was so pissed, and he was going to go rip the guy apart. Like, literally, I'm like, whoa, Mike. I'm like, dude, you're a teacher. Relax. He goes, oh, he's like, I'm not going to let him disrespect you like that. And I go, hey, bud, I'm already over it. Now, here's the point that I'm trying to get at. If someone hates on you, or if you're upset about something, realize this. The second the guy that, that, that crapped on me walked away, the very second he got out what he had to say, it was over for him. He let it go. He never thought about it again. Not one second. Did he ever think about it? Ever, 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 ever again. The second he left my presence, it left his mind. He didn't lament on it. He didn't lose sleep over it. None of it. And this is a big lesson that you should learn. Neither should you. When someone hates on you, someone says something that you don't like or or something that might offend you or something that you work hard on and they say it sucks, the second that person walks away, you're out of their mind while you... Let it torture you. You go home and you think about it all night. You lose sleep. You, you you let the mutant, you let this mutant get in your head. And the rest of the night, you're having mutinous thoughts about, oh, I can't believe the guy said my podcast sucked. Oh, does my podcast suck? How could he say this about me about Wuben Wrestling? Bro, you'll torment yourself for years, even maybe longer. That You'll think about it. And this dude, the, the second he got done saying about it, poof, he never thought about it again. You got to just let yourself off the hook. That's what I'm trying to get at. The, the point is, this is a very good big lesson in life for everyone to listen to. Let let it go. Plain and simple. Because people 
I'm going to tell it to you straight. People do not care about you. They do not. They do not. Now, you have people in your life that love you. They, that's not what I mean. What I mean in general is once they've said what they want to say that's rude to you, they're gone. They don't care. They've moved on. They've let it go. It's over. They're on to the next thing. That's it. They're, they're on to what to Cincinnati, as Bill Belichick would say, right? While you sit back and lament and, and are just upset and you get pissed and you're ready to kill someone and you've let them, you, they steal your headspace. I don't let anybody steal my headspace. You could say what you want to me, but the second you walk away is the second I go whoof, right out of my head. You can't still, so that's the lesson here. Don't let haters, right? And, and it goes for like anything in life, okay? I'll give you an example. Let's just say you're playing for the Patriots and on any given play, you messed up, right? You were the guy that went off sides. Tom Brady, well, he's not here anymore. Whoever the quarterback is, with Cam Newton, Stidham, or Bill Belichick, or Josh McDaniels, they're going to get in your face, and they're going to tell you that you effed up, right? And most people, most normal people, you're done. They didn't ruin you. You're over. You're all day long, that's all you're going to think about. Coach yelled at me. He thinks I'm a bum. He thinks I suck. The whole rest, forget it. You're drunk. You're out. You're dead. You just died. You might, put, a, put a fork in me, bro. I'm done. He doesn't hate you. He's just pissed that you went off sides. Do you get the point here? I say this to my son all the time. He's always like, I get mad at him. He's like, Dad, I love you. And I go, whoa, whoa, this has got nothing to do with love. I always love you. I, whether Dad's mad at you, happy with you, pissed off, upset, frustrated, I, my love never changes. I'm just in the moment pissed off at you. And in two seconds from now, I'm never going to think about this again. And you shouldn't think about it again. So there you go. Little advice from me to you and how I get through my life on a daily basis. Someone that's been hated on, guarantee you, more than anybody you know, my entire life on the radio was nothing but criticism, hate, and getting and beefing with people all day, every day. And the reason that I can get on with my life is because you don't affect me because, boom, the second you're done talking trash with me, I say, hey, bro, have a good day. I move on. I never thought about it again, ever. Same thing with messing up with things. I mess things up. Very second after that, I move on because I know I'm a good guy. I, I You guys know how I feel. I love myself. So, all right, we're out on that. This whole conversation started because I asked a guy if he wanted to have a drink, and he said no, and I had already been drinking, and I, I was baffled by it. I was like, what do you mean you don't want a drink? It's it's America's birthday. You're not going to have a drink? I got all upset with the guy. I was like, yeah, I let that guy get my headspace because I was drinking. Legit. I'm like looking at the dude drinking my drink. I'm like, like this guy doesn't want to have a drink. This is like the most un-American thing I ever heard. This is the 4th of July. What's he going to say next? The guy can't have a drink? Huh, I was fucking pissed. <laughs> I was reaming, dude. So when, when I drink, all advice that I um, that I have, all my good advice, it's gone. When I, when I drink, it's over. It's no good. Kanye West is running for president in 2020. Uh, two things for Kanye. Kanye, you don't got much time to get your team together, especially even as an independent. But I'm, I'm, we're not even going to talk about this long. I'm just going to tell you what I think is happening. He's releasing an album. That's the only thing I can think of. I'll tell you guys that right now. He's releasing an album. Maybe he'll get his name on, on the ballot in a couple of states as an independent. Maybe. I, they got the money. They could do it between him and Kim Kardashian. They've got the money that they could get something together pretty quick. They could go out and they could hire someone who's run a presidential campaign, pay him a boatload of money, and I'm sure they could get on a ballot. But I don't think he really wants to be president. I, I, I'm guaranteeing you that he's working on new music and that his album is going to drop on the very day that the election happens. So what would that be, November 3rd? 
That's when his album is going to drop. That's why he's saying he's running for president. You heard it here first. If somebody else is already saying it, tough crap. I said it first. I haven't read it anywhere else, so I believe I'm the first one saying it. I'll take full credit for it when it happens. Moving on from Kanye. Only reason he's saying he's running for president is because he's got an album coming out. I don't know that that's fact, so please don't take it as fact. That's just my hot take. Hot, hot, it's hot. It's my hot take on why Kanye West is running for president. He's got an album. That's it. It could be the only thing. He's not really running for president. Guarantee it. What should we, uh, we're talking about presidents. We might as well talk about CNN. So on Friday night, uh, President Trump had his fireworks display and a speech at Mount Rushmore. We all know Mount Rushmore has uh, four presidents on it. Uh, Washington, Jefferson, Roosevelt, uh, Teddy Roosevelt, and um, Abe Lincoln. So I'm watching it, and uh, a buddy of mine, Duff, he tips me off to it. He goes, hey, he goes, you just catch that? And I didn't think anything of it. What what they said is they, they said that Trump is about to do a speech. This is before he did a speech. Trump is about to do a speech before two slave owners. The slave owners that, that they're talking about are Washington and Jefferson. They didn't refer to them as the fathers of our country. They didn't refer to him as General Washington or President Washington or President Jefferson or the, the writer of the Declaration of Independence. None of that. They just straight up overlooked everything Jefferson and Washington ever did for this country and straight up were like, yep, Donald Trump is about to do a speech in front of two, uh, in front of two slave owners. Like, that's it. They summed up the greatness of George Washington, the greatest American of all time, hands down. I can fight you on this all, all, all day long. I've read many books on the dude, watched many documentaries. Hands down, the greatest. He might be one of the greatest men to live of all time, quite simply because he walked away from power. That that just makes him an extraordinary man. Jefferson, another extraordinary man, writes the Declaration of Independence, of course, with help from Benjamin Franklin and John Adams, but a very educated man that understood freedoms. Also wanted to have freedoms for slaves in the Declaration of Independence, but the times didn't call for it. Meaning they didn't think they would be able to unite the country had they had that provision in it. They believed in it, which is why Jefferson, in my opinion, believed that every 20 years that the Constitution, not the independent, not the Declaration, that the Constitution should be revised because every generation is different and every generation has its different struggles. You could revise the Constitution from generation to generation. I don't know if it's the greatest idea, but that was Jefferson's point, that generation to generation, you can revise the Constitution for the times so that it's equal for everyone at all times. Now, we can agree that at the time, hold on, I'm on timeout on TikTok. We can all agree that at the time, not everybody was equal. Native Americans weren't treated equally. African Americans weren't treated equally. Those were the times bad on everybody, awful. Although winning the war and, and, and starting a union put us in the right direction for equality for all. Not, it, it, it's terrible to say, but at the time, not everybody was ready to have everybody to be equal. It's shameful. It's, it's a black, I can't say black mark. It's a, a red mark on U.S. history. That when we all became free, not everybody was free. But we worked towards equality. The country started to evolve. We made it to eighteen to the 1860s where we had a civil war and we fought for the freedom of, uh, uh, of you know, African Americans. We, we got there. And then after that happened, 
you, of course, there was still resistance down in the South, but we got better and better. And over time, we passed more rights and more laws to protect everybody's freedoms, so much so that we had an African-American be president, our, our last president. We're going to evolve. We're going to get better. One nation. It's, it's as I always say, one people, one nation, united and equal. Now back to CNN. I think it's disgusting and it's unfortunate for CNN, which is supposed to be a news network, to put their disgusting opinion out there by just overlooking, excuse me, the GERD, man, man, it just gets you every time, overlooking what Washington did for us and what Thomas Jefferson did for us just by saying straight up that they're two slave owners. And that was it. I mean, there was nothing else. Boom, two slave owners, done. And then they started getting into the topic on whether or not they should blow up Mount Rushmore because there's two slave owners on there and there's and it was constructed by someone who was a Ku Klux Klan member. I don't want to get into that conversation. I think that Mount Rushmore stays where it is. George Washington is one of the greatest Americans, one of the smartest, uh, uh, Thomas Jefferson, one of the most intellectual guys ever to live that fought for freedom. His words of passion um, with his grievances towards the uh, King George, and then his help with the with, while he while he was in Paris. So while the Constitution was happening, but his relationship with, with his good relationship with Paris to help us uh, become a free country and maintain freedom. And then he was a big proponent of having a federal government, a, a united government, just an all around good American that helped move our country forward towards equality. And then up there, you also have. Teddy Roosevelt, who is one of my favorite presidents because he was a man's man. Teddy Roosevelt is is the uh, literally, um, forget like the rough ride thing. He just reminds me of my dad. And I don't want to talk about anything that might have been racist about T Teddy Roosevelt. I just want to talk about his don't put up with any crap type of mentality. Teddy Roosevelt would never put up with the teens of today. If if you wanted a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, this dude would be like, yeah, you better go make the bread, you better make the jelly and make the peanut butter. He was just a hard-nosed guy that believed that you had to do things for yourself, that he wasn't going to be the dad of the country. You're going to have to take care of yourself. I could send you in the right direction. I could bring you to the water, but you're going to have to drink it yourself. You're going to have to learn how to cultivate your farms, take care of horses, and you know he really really pushed industri the industrial um, you know, revolution forward, but I also at the same time making sure that there were no monopolies, making sure that the American people weren't overtaken by big-ass companies. He had a big, big to-do with regulations on big companies. Pretty good president. Next, obviously, Lincoln. We don't really have to say much. We know. We know. The guy freed the, the emancipation, and he fought. He, he went into the Civil War had the best generals, won the war, won freedom for African-Americans, and then he got killed for it. So he got killed for his ideals. So anyways, the, uh, uh, CNN, so Trump's going, CNN says, Washington and Jefferson, slave owners. Now there's a clip from when Bernie Sanders was there, and the guy announced, he goes, oh, Bernie Sanders is going to do a speech in front of two great Americans George Washington, President George Washington, and Thomas Jefferson, founders of our dude, literally, they, the guys sucking both their asses about how great Americans they are because Bernie Sanders was going to speak. So in 2016, Bernie Sanders was going to do a speech there. CNN was like, oh, 
This is going to be a momentous campaign speech for Bernie Sanders in front of two great Americans, President George Washington, the founder of our country, or the founder of founders, and Thomas Jefferson, another founder of this country. Great Americans. Oh, they're, they're, bro, it cracks me up. They're great Americans when a liberal is going to speak in front of them. But when Trump's going out there, they're like, oh, slave owners. They're scumbags, scum of the earth, bums. How dare he? Anything that a right wing guy, and it's not just Trump, anything a right winger is going to go do, whatever they're doing is, is that, period. It's racist. That's what's happening in this country. So Trump speaks at, at Mount Rushmore. Those guys are racist. Bernie Sanders speaks there. And Sanders himself in the clip was like, this is a this is a tremendous doing his finger thing. This is a tremendous uh, monument. Uh, it represents a beacon of hope and how great America is and how awesome it is. And then you know they cut Sanders off and then they go back to the guy doing the commentary. And the guy's like, yes, George Washington and Thomas Jefferson, two great founding fathers, solid Americans. They did so much for this country. They're amazing. Cut to four years later or one, two, three. Yep, four four years later. But all those guys are racist. Donald Trump's going to be there. How dare he? All of them. Racist. Let's get a white hood and put it on every single president. You're all a bunch of racists. All the presidents are racist, except for any president that was a liberal. You're not racist. And Barack Obama wasn't racist. But everybody else, you're all a bunch of racists. I just found that funny. You guys got to look it up. I actually tweeted both of the clips. If you if you take a look at it, I tweeted both. Literally, McDonald's is now racist. I, I'm, so Donald Trump loves fast food. Fast food is racist. You can't eat fast food anymore. If you if I see you eating fast food, you're a racist. But when uh, Mitt Romney, because you know he's a fake Republican, which I actually like Mitt Romney a lot, but he's a fake Republican. If he eats McDonald's, it's totally cool. Bernie Sanders eats McDonald's. It's totally cool. Donald Trump eats McDonald's. McDonald's is a, a racist company with, with crappy wages and crappy food, and it's un-American. But Bernie goes in there, or Liz Warren goes in there, or Joe Biden eats McDonald's. Oh, my God, McDonald's is the greatest. They have apple juice, and they, they, they're the biggest buyer of apples, and they're keeping the farms going. It's such a great company. They have the best French fries. The chicken nuggets are the best. Their Sprite is the best Sprite. Their Coke is the best Coke. Donald Trump goes, oh, oh. You're drinking Coca-Cola from McDonald's? Oh, do you know? Did you know that Coca-Cola was farmed by slaves, you racist? I honestly don't know if it was. I'm just trying to make a point of the hypocrisy of America in general. We're never going to be able to come together as a country if you can all, if we can't even agree that Mount Rushmore, or the, if we can't just come to a consensus that George Washington and Thomas Jefferson were good Americans with bad problems. I'm not, I am by no means do I support the fact that any American ever owned a slave. Awful. Disgusting. It's bad. Okay? I'm not disagreeing with that. But to just skirt the issue and say that George Washington did nothing, we wouldn't even be here. You wouldn't even have a country to have a debate on whether or not there should be equal rights for everyone. The only reason we get to have a conversation or get to have equal rights is because of George Washington. That's it. He's the man. He's the guy. I don't care. You could say the delegates got together in Philadelphia. None of this is possible without Washington. Not a single thing. This dude went, fought with no money, fought with ragtag bums, fought was melting spoons for, 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 for ammo. His guys had no boots in the winter, no food. <clears throat> they didn't want to give any money. They wanted to give up. Most people wanted to just say to England, hey, sorry, 
put us in timeout. We'll get back to being colonists. Washington wasn't having it. He fought. He stayed persistent. He stayed the course, and he wins your freedom. Not just mine. He wins everybody's. Now, at the time, not everybody got the equal rights, and it's awful. But if he doesn't win, you're never getting your equal rights here. If George Washington doesn't win that war and we don't become an independent country, you would never, no one here in this country would have the freedoms that we have. These freedoms are ridiculous sometimes. In this country, if you don't like this country, you have the right to burn a flag, which I think is disgusting. It's the most disgusting thing I've ever seen. But you have the right to do it because of Washington. And in this country, you can mouth off on the president. You can tear down uh, statues. You could spray paint them to show your, your life and show how you feel about things. You can't do that elsewhere. You go to another country, go, please do. Please go to the Middle East and burn their flag. Bro, they, they don't applaud you. They don't high five you. They kill you. You die. That's, oh, you burn our flag, you die. You piss off their dictator, you die. You can't, you can't, you can't get out of here. You think Black Lives Matter type movement, which I support, if that was in the Middle East, bro, are you kidding me? The very first day they'd have the death squad out there with guns. They'd be like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. All wiped out, over, movement gone. But here in the United States, because of guys like George Washington, Thomas Jefferson, because of these guys and the guys that preserved our freedoms, like Abe Lincoln, like Teddy Roosevelt, like Ulysses S. Grant, all these guys that continue to make sure we stay free. That's why you get to do this stuff. That's why we're going to have a conversation on whether or not the national anthem should be played at sporting events. Because in America, you can have that conversation elsewhere. In Russia, you think in Russia, Putin's like, yeah, all right, let's have a Let's have a conversation on burning the flag. You can't burn the flag in Russia. You're dead. See ya. You'll fall out a window. That's it. You're, uh, in Russia, you burn a flag. The next day, they say, oh, some random guy fell off a 50-story building. Dead. And everybody knows why he died. He died because he was talking trash about the regime. You're gone. You're out. You try having an uprising. You try changing laws in another country. <laughs> you, you protest in another country. You're dead dead. But George Washington, by winning the war, one of the greatest Americans, you know, the slave owner, the guy, he's just a slave owner, just a bum, just a piece of crap, just a scumbag. Well, that guy made it possible for us to have the conversations that we're having today. That guy made it possible that I could sit here and talk with you guys about this topic without being turned off, without someone showing up at my house and coming after me. That guy made it possible. So instead of just randomly glossing over his greatness and everything he did by by pinpointing the one true mistake because it's a bad blemish on his on his background that he was a slave owner for sure and he tried to make it right he tried to he, he didn't free the slaves during his own time which was garbage he should have Ulysses S. Grant did great man Grant got a slave from his father-in-law he freed the man I listen we're not saying these guys are perfect Jesus wasn't perfect nobody has ever been perfect there's never been a perfect person there never will be a perfect person they made mistakes they did but without them, we wouldn't be free. Without them, we're not here getting to enjoy. Now we can talk about the 4th of July. I'm checking the time. We're running out of time. All right. Let's get, let's get to the 4th of July. He, I had a little bit of beef with the 4th of July and a little bit annoyed. But I, I'm not exactly sure how to handle it. So yesterday, 
I, 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 I saw, you know what? I, I should tie it in with this um, survey. All right, according to a new survey, 62% of Americans, 62% of us, so they, they, they surveyed 100,000 people, 62% of these 100,000 people have decided that America's not great anymore, that the American dream doesn't exist anymore. And this coincides with what I saw on the 4th of July. On Twitter, on social media, on news outlets, the hating of America on its birthday. The, the, the anybody, and, I, and I'm not just talking whether it was an African-American, a Native American, Italian-American. For me, we're all Americans. Every single one of us. No doubt. There have been many mistakes in America's history, many, and, and I can name the few that piss people off the most, slavery, and to even say it was a mistake is disgusting because it was worse than a mistake, it was, honestly, at times it was a genocide, a lot of, a lot of African Americans died, same thing happened to Native Americans here, and then when the Irish came, the Irish indentured servitude, Irish people were forced to work just as slaves, but by the time the Irish came, it was already recognized that you can't have slaves, so they paid them minimal monies and made them work hours, 24 hours, just ridiculous child labor, that bad blemish. Same thing happened to the Italians when they came here. Same thing happened to the Latinos when they came here. So we have a bad history in this country of slave and child labor and you know war that maybe we shouldn't have been involved in. But just like any person, this great nation has mistakes, but we're still the greatest nation. You still get freedom here. There's no reason for you to hate on America on the 4th of July. What you should do on the 4th of July is honor the country and the birth of this nation and the ideals that it stand for, that we strive every day for equality. That's 90% of what happens in the United States of America every day is a fight for equality. Everybody feels now that the white male is the most equal of everybody, right? So some people are equal, some are just more equal. Everybody believes that the white male has the most privilege, that the white male is the most equal guy alive. If you're white and you're male, you are privileged. You were born with something that nobody else can get. I disagree with that. I'm a white male. I struggle every single day. I live check to check. I have to work hard. I load trucks all day long. I got to come down and grind out a podcast that I'm passionate about so that I can make it big someday. I certainly don't have any white privilege in my family. My father didn't. My mom sure as hell didn't. She's white. She was, uh, uh, her family, millions of them were slaughtered, Native American. No one got a free pass here. We've all had bad things happen to us. But the one thing that we could commonly come together on is on the 4th of July, we can come together and recognize that this country was born from out of oppression. We were oppressed by a, by a tyrant, by a king. And we also recognize that we too as a people have oppressed other people, African Americans and Native Americans, and we're still trying to make it right. We are understanding that we have made mistakes and that we're going to move towards a more equal society. But we can't move towards an equal society if we all can't come together. If we're going to continue to point out things that the white guy does on a daily basis as racist, even if it's not racist, I just walk down the street and I have people yelling that I'm racist when I'm not. How can we have a conversation? How can we become equal? And then how the hell are we going to become equal if all the people that are so-called less equal have better benefits than us? How is it fair that just because I'm born a white guy that you should get a job over me because you are a woman. 
right? You were born a female and now you get to get the job over me because the government has said, hey, you need to hire more females. Even though I'm more qualified than this lady, she gets the job. Now, if she was more qualified than me, she could have the job. See, you get what I'm saying? How, how in the hell are we going to come together and be equal? How are we going to be one people, one nation, united and equal if we can't all agree to be equal, if we can't hit the reset button, honestly, I wish in 2020, we could just go boom, reset button, everybody equal, everybody same playing field, just start it, hit, boom, everybody gets the, the same stuff, I already believe that everybody does, you can be anything you want to be in this country, the American dream, the 62% of people that say the American dream doesn't exist is garbage, the American dream doesn't exist for lazy people, it's got nothing to do with the color of your skin, let me check the time. I got four minutes. It's got nothing you do with the color. It's got nothing to do with the color of your skin and everything to do with how much hard work you put into something. I don't care who you are, where you're from, what color you are, what your background was, what your circumstances are. If you work hard, you will win. If you stay persistent, you will get to the end of the tunnel. You'll dig through, you'll get to the light and you'll make it big and you'll make it rich and you'll do and you'll be well off. And that doesn't matter where you're from, what you look like or who you are. We could just use Fred, Fred, uh, uh, Fred uh, uh, Douglas. Am I saying his name right? Frederick, Frederick Douglas. You could just use someone like that who became a, a statesman and a politician and a wise man and someone that people considered, um, a, you know, a genius in a time when that that wasn't possible. But somehow he broke through. How did he break through? Hard work and perseverance. Just like any white guy who ever started a business from nothing, hard work and perseverance. But when a white guy starts a business and it becomes successful like Jeff, Be Jeff Bezos, he's a racist. He's, he, he only became rich because he was white. It's just not true. And we can never be a fair and equal country until we can all agree that the only way a, a white, black, Asian, yellow, pink, purple, green dude can become woman or woman can become successful is through hard work. It's through hard work. Someone said, you, you grow that beard back right now. My man, I like my mustache. The beard will come back. The reason I have, yeah, we'll wrap it up. reason I have the mustache is to support the blue. This is a police mustache, a police stash. It's because I back the blue, and it's a way for me to show solidarity with local, state, and federal law enforcement guys that we support them, that I support them. The beard will end up coming back after the summer. So... Um, all right, guys, I got I got I got to wrap this up because the podcast is about to end. What I'm really trying to get at here is real, real quick. This is the greatest country in the world. And on its birthday, we we honor and we celebrate equality. I understand that not everybody feels equal and maybe not everybody is equal yet. But the ideal exists that we all can be equal. We have to come together. I say a, a bazillion times, one people, one nation, united and equal. We have to come together on a common goal to restart the equal line. Hit the button and say, okay, from this point on, we're all equal. And anybody that gets anything or earns anything is on their own merit. If you don't work hard and you're a lazy ass, whether you're white or black, you get nothing. If you work hard and you're black or white, you get the spoils of working hard. Plain and simple. It's the only way to do it. As I like to really say from the Bible, you can tell a tree by its fruit. 
plain and simple. A good tree will always produce good fruit and fruit and a bad tree will always produce bad fruit. And it doesn't matter what kind of tree it is. Meaning it doesn't matter if it's black or if it's white. If you are bad, then you're bad. If you're good, then you're good. If you work hard, you'll get the spoils. If you're a lazy ass, you'll get nothing. And it has nothing to do with who you are, where you're from, or what color you are. Here in this country, everybody has the opportunity to be great if you work hard. There is no privilege for some people. Trust me, I have none. And I'm working hard so that I can get everything I deserve in this life. Thank you so much for listening to Spazzing Out.